podcast one production. I had a great mummy nutrition fail the other day. I managed to leave the house without any snacks and then we were out much longer than I anticipated and they were getting hangry. So went to the cafe. Of course, there's hardly any healthy options. So I ordered a cheese and ham toasty for them. And then Angus just spits the full mouthful of toasty on the ground and throws the toasty on the ground because it's got mustard on it. (laughs) And then 30 seconds later, they're all sitting there happy as Larry with brightly coloured cupcakes with sprinkles on them, shoving them into their faces. (laughs) You know, we try so hard to make healthy choices for our children. And then sometimes we're just in these situations where you just got to grab something in a hurry that's going to cause the least amount of disruption and (laughs) tantrums from the kids. And then we might feel guilty about it afterwards, which is what I did. This is Healthy Her with Amelia Phillips. And in this episode, I want to talk about how being a fabulously together, healthy mum can actually be really tough. And I want to speak to someone who I feel is pretty darn close to that ideal and get some first-hand advice. Danny Stevens is a mum of four kids who is fit, healthy, and also runs a successful digital business with over half a million followers across all her platforms. What's really interesting about Danny is that she wasn't always like this. She wasn't always the epitome of good health. I want to find out what the catalyst was for Danny turning her life around and also get some practical tips on how to run a healthier, more harmonious household. Hi, Danny. How are you? I'm great, Amelia. Thanks so much for having me today. You do seemingly have a pretty awesome life, but come on, tell me it's all Instagram filters, isn't it? Like after after filming that healthy meal, is the whole family actually tucking into Maccas? No, they'd love to. Don't get me wrong. There's um, after school sports where Adrian will um, drop them off home and I've seen the packages in the car. So hidden packages. Busted. So no, it's not always perfect. What's really interesting about your story and, you know, you do have such an incredible life now and I I always get so much inspiration following you on Instagram, but you were not always the healthy, sun-loving person that you are today. I I wanted to go back to the life before that and just what was the catalyst for switching over from a, a busy corporate woman to being a lot healthier and how did you actually take those first steps which are always the hardest? Well I'll just backtrack it's taken me 45 years to get to where I am today so it's not an overnight success and it's not you know in your early 20s that you end up living your dream so I just wanted to let everyone know that it's taken me over 45 years Um, but the catalyst with uh, my lifestyle was obviously I was in the corporate world um, not too much of the party scene but out and about and vinos and late nights and uh, eating all sorts of junky style fast food and then you get married and you know you have a child and then you realize you're not out as often and you're not burning those calories on the dance floor um so I had a a wedding that my husband and I went to and I said to him I said babe can you please tell me if you see any of my camo gear through my dress and he goes camo gear what are you talking about camo gear and I used to refer to it the shapewear was my camo it was my camouflage of me hiding, you know, the unhealthy lifestyle that I was leading 
and wanting to just suck it in. So I had a lady come up to me and say, oh my gosh, Danny, you look so amazing after having your boys. You, you know, you're so trim and how do you do it? And I think I just looked at her and I just thought, if only you knew what I was wearing under here to just, just the facade of, you know, looking fit and healthy after having kids and whatnot. Um, so that was one. Um, the other one was just sitting on the couch, you know, with my husband and we're just eating chips and chocolates and just just that self-sabotage of just sitting down and being a glutton. I was just not happy. I was depressed and food was my comfort. So there were those sort of two points in my life where I just said, you know, enough's enough. And it was mainly my mindset that was just telling me, you know, you've got better and bigger things to do with your life and empower other people. Because I knew I was a people magnet. I knew people gravitated to my personality. And then I just thought, well, let me help others by empowering them and their mindset to do, um, you know, great things for themselves. I love hearing about those, the light bulb moment or, or that moment at where you do suddenly realise something has to change. And it's funny with my experience, I've always found that the successful clients or members that we've had have always had quite a distinct memory of, you know, I couldn't fit into the aeroplane seat. I needed an extender belt or uh, I couldn't get into that sports car. And I think remembering that moment and really having that moment clear in your mind is a really good catalyst to going, I do not want to go back to the person that I was back then. I really need to make that change. And I, and I love that you did that. Tell me, Danny, how did you actually start to make the change? What were some steps that you did? Well, I firstly Googled how to get rid of your muffin top. I specifically wrote muffin top because I just thought I had the jeans, the the, the fat was over pouring on the sides and I went, man, I look like a muffin. And back then it was what, I've, uh, my eldest is now 14. So Googling muffin top back in the day, this is before social media and all the hashtags and Fit Yummy Mummy and Fitspo and Inspo was uh, trending today. Um, so yeah, I just sort of Googled that and I got on to an online community which was just based on like a, a blogger platform. Yeah. And we just connected and uh, she had a fitness regime and and I downloaded it and followed it connected with people that um or women that were in the same circumstances where they had children and some actually didn't have children they just weren't living a, a healthy lifestyle so that was my first step acknowledging the camo gear the shapewear that was hiding the fat that I didn't want to sort of you know work out and eat proper food that was the first realisation when you're sort of going, hang on, I've got to admit to this, I can't swing into the um, playground swing with my kids anymore. Usually, you know, when you sit in a child's uh, swing set at a park and then you have your child on top of you and you're swinging together. <laughs> and then you can't get the swing off your bum and afterwards. You can't, yeah. So that was really awkward and that was, um, yeah, so that, w- that was another <laughs> catalyst. <laughs> one, but, of the, uh, one of those. One of the many uh, ones that I was, just, and you know, your brain's not really registering, just, oh, you'll be right, have another donut, you'll be right. Um, I just want to jump in here because you're being very humble right now. I mean, between all your children, you lost 100 kilos. Up to, yeah. Up, up to, to, yeah, uh, 95 kilos I lost. Okay, 95 kilos. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's pretty incredible. So we're, we're talking about some sort of pretty major changes. Yeah, so, you know, I totally get you, you gain 20 Ks when you have a child. But at that point, I think I was clocking nearly 90, 95 on yeah, the okay. scales. And I'm a nearly six foot woman, 70, 75 kilos when I'm really at my 
fittest, you know, less the fat, um, uh, 65 to 70 kilos is my sort of, I just bounce between those sorts of, um, not that I check the scales anymore, but that was my sort of weight range. And yes, I I guess I was just eating really poorly even when I was pregnant with Noah. So I was going through the drive-through, pop, Popcorn chicken, KFC was my best friend. Um, I think, you know, at that stage, my husband was in the corporate field. We were both actually in the corporate field and, you know, I was feeling really big and large and he's going out to the races looking handsome and amazing and I'm just going, oh, my gosh, you know, get a grip. Um, and, yeah, so I, I guess it was just all about your, your self-thinking um, habit inside your head, just going, come on, stop talking to yourself like this. You need to change. So... Yeah, so I just had to get online and just connect with uh, like-minded people and followed a, a regime that um, enabled me and it wasn't anyone else. No one else was going to wake me up and say, Danny, it's five o'clock, let's go. Um, so at this stage, I'm still in Melbourne. My kids are really young too, mind you. So How we old to, were they at this point? So I've, there's two years in between the two boys. So I would have then just had Oscar and then... Um, I remembered I went back to work. So we had the maternity leave and went back to work and we sort of moved to Ballarat, which is a, an hour and a half away from Melbourne CBD. And I used to remember the alarm clock going off at 4am and me doing my workout before we had to hit the road to Melbourne at 4.30, quarter to you know five. So that was my only window where I could work out. So I really made a conscious effort to make me work and by doing so I had to wake up that extra you know 15 minutes early because it was just a 15 minute workout I didn't have time in my day right as busy mums we don't have more than 15 minutes um and yeah and I just caned it I really just dedicated this time for me and ate well recorded what I was doing I was sharing it with other women and then I just started um creating this little blog called fitness food and style at blogspot my girlfriend came over and she goes how the hell are you doing what you're doing you're sort of fist pumping the air every day and you're full of life and you know what's your secret and so then I just started journaling that on on blogger and I wasn't a blogger as such because I was an everyday mum. I wasn't a wag. I wasn't anyone in, in you know, the, the media front. I was just an everyday mum that wanted to share my healthy journal of what I was eating. Uh, when I was pushing the kids on the swings, I'd be, you know, bobbing down doing a squat or they'd be climbing up. I'd be doing, you know, chin lifts and, you know, chin ups and all that sort of stuff, doing my own little boot camp around the park. And then pushing the pram and all that stuff. And, you know, that's obviously what the girls are doing in today's <laughs> social media, Insta influencers or, you know, whatever they, they're called these days. So for me, I was always about being the motivator. So the fact that I landed on Instagram and an Instagram or, or a social media influence, I guess I have to uh, fall, fall within that category. But I was your everyday girlfriend that would be motivating you every day to, um, hey, let's go for a, a yoga session, Amelia, or hey, let's you know catch a green smoothie instead of going to a champagne bar and, and you know getting a bit tipsy. So, Danny, you were actually setting the alarm for 4.30 in the morning. Oh, how how did you do that? That seems quite unachievable for me and for it's a lot of the moms out there. It's insanity. It's called insanity because I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not one of those boot camp um, fitness people that go, come on, come to you know boot camp. It was the only hour within my 24-hour day that I thought, where can I fit in my fitness? So obviously today I fit in my fitness at two in the afternoon. I fit it in at six o'clock. I fit it in uh, 10 o'clock in the morning. But at that point in my life, 
that was the only 15-minute window that I had. And if I wanted to make the change, I had to put that alarm clock on. And if I snoozed it, I felt pretty bad the next day because I've just gone, what are you doing? There you go again. Repeat. Poor behaviour, food choices, not moving your body, keep um, talking yourself down and, and stuff like that. So I just knew myself I was not functioning properly in that mindset. So that's that was the only window that I, that I had time to work out. So besides that kind of feeling bad about not doing it, afterwards, why else do you think you were able to succeed at doing that when so many of us have failed or repeatedly failed? I guess it just comes down to your intrinsic motivation. Like what is it that is paining your life right now? If it's not really paining you, you're not going to do it. If you're sort of okay and happy with a muffin top or you're okay with that job or you're okay with that partner, well, then you'll be just okay living the life that you're leading. But if you're really wanting that, gosh, I need to change, you're the one that will make that mindset mindset shift, not anyone else. Having said that, you have people that you uh, surround yourself with and you have friends that help you strategize to your end goal because without them, you can't achieve things. So like I said to you before, I'd call you up, Amelia, hey, let's go do some yoga. Let's catch up for uh, a green smoothie. You're going to have people championing you along your journey. So that is so imperative to connect with like-minded people so you too can be, you know, a success in your life. We talk about this getting up at 4.30 in the morning, which does sound quite crazy. And for a lot of us, we don't need to do that. We actually can find some time in our day. But it is funny for a few women that I know that have done that in the past, they, their motto was, I'm going to be tired anyway, so I may as well be tired having exercise for the day uh, than just be tired no matter what, which I thought was a really interesting outlook. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, because today is different from, you know, 12 years ago, I now incorporate fitness within my day and that's why I share it across uh, my social channel. So when you're doing the washing, I'm doing the squats. When I'm waiting for pasta to boil, I'm actually bench pressing my kitchen bench. So that's that's the power of me learning what I did back in the day and then helping women incorporate it within their daylight uh, day and not having to wake up at 4am to do a workout. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that idea of incorporating it throughout the day, which looks different for every single person. And that's why I don't like getting out here today and saying, you have to do it this way because there are so many different ways that work. Finding the one that works for you is and sticking to it is the approach. Um, and I just wanted to touch on, you You talked about really wanting it and really, you know, really connecting with that deep desire to want it. And uh, what I've found some women struggle with is they really, really want it on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Wednesday, but then on a Thursday afternoon and a Friday night and a Saturday night, suddenly you know, they don't want it so much or we don't want it so much because uh, we've got the cocktail in front of us or we're just so exhausted. How do you stay motivated throughout the week? 
I guess I just watch my thoughts throughout the week. So if I start to think like you were just mentioning, I bring it back to what it is that I want to be doing and at the end of the day, who is going to benefit from it the most and the most would be my family, that they have a fit and healthy mum that's with it that doesn't need that vino to sort of go, oh my gosh, I was so stressed out this week. Like I was that mum. I didn't want to turn to substances that would sort of numb my week or what a busy week I've had or the kids are doing my head in or what have you. So I wanted to actually enjoy my life. I wanted to enjoy my children that were little, that popped Vegemite on the walls and, you know, vomited in the car. I didn't want to be that mum that totally freaked out. So by doing that, I had to be well within my mind, healthy and hence, you know, that positive vibe just continuously just sort of kept me going throughout the whole week. As soon as I saw it drop, I would then bring it back up because I just don't operate in that sort of um, depressing, oh yeah, whatever mood. And you know, being a mum, what's actually quite powerful is we are no longer just doing this for ourselves. We are doing this for our family. And I know we put our families first, but coming back to that whole idea of the oxygen mask theory where you have to look after yourself first. Uh, If we're struggling with getting motivated, I think the real why, the deep down why we can ask ourselves often as a mum comes back to our children, why do you want to be healthy? Well, so I can fit into my skinny jeans? No, really, why do you want to be healthy? Because I want to set a good role model for my family because I want to be a present, engaged mum, wife, partner, lover, because I want to love myself so I can set that role model for my children to love themselves as well. It has that ripple effect, which I think is is a really powerful motivator. And, and that's the thing. It's not the food. It's not the fitness. You know, you can download all these programs, Amelia. You can, you know, follow the best foodies in the whole wide world. But if you do not choose your thoughts throughout your day, that will never help you succeed. Those planners, those videos, you've actually got to show up. You've, I mean, I always say there was that um, abs were made in the kitchen theory. To me, you know, healthiness is in the supermarket or at the farmer's market. When you go to buy something, that's your first step to making, you know, change within your life. So, uh, I used to remember coming home and there'd be sort of washing everywhere and I'd be just grunting going, oh, can't believe no one's folding the washing for me. And I thought to myself, is that how you want to walk you through the door and greet your children and go, why didn't you do this? And why haven't you done that? So instead I would then start folding and then lo and behold, guess my little helpers would be coming. Adrian would come through the door and he'd go, oh honey, do you know, do you need a hand? So I changed my mindset even, you know, for little house domestic bliss that you know wasn't fun I just made it fun I'll I'll, I'll Instagram putting a load of washing in and I'll put a track you know you spin me right round baby right round so I used to just make my life fun and I would just share that with people and they'd go man that was funny thanks for that next time I put a load on I'm gonna you know um, pop some tunes on and make it fun but I bet you're not always in that headspace. So tell me, Danny, when you walk in the door, and this was me last night when I walked in the door at 6.30 and the kids hadn't been fed and they weren't bathed and the house was a mess and I had that swear word, <laughs> I can't begin to tell you, thought, 
what should I have done in my head at that point? Should I just have picked up my handbag and walloped my husband over the head? Because that's what I felt like doing. <laughs> and what would that have achieved? <laughs> he would have been ticked off. I would have broken my phone and my laptop. Correct. Probably the kids would have gone, look neck. at mum. <laughs> look <laughs> how mum handles this situation. Yeah. What, what, what do you do when you are in that negative mindset? Do you have a mantra? Do you play some music? I have this thing around the round table around our dinner when we have our um, family time. And, you know, sometimes I'll see Adrian and he doesn't realise he does it. He, he may have that little rolling of the eye when I just say... Right, guys, I just need to sort of have a bit of a chat. Thanks for sharing your day with me. I just wanted to share with you my day. <laughs> so I've just learnt to actually just communicate with them because it wasn't getting me anywhere when I was huffing and puffing, when I was cleaning or picking up stuff in that sort of, you know. Urgh. So I used to just learn to actually just say, guys, I'm getting up in the mornings really early. I'm working really late of a, of a night time. Mummy's having maybe six to seven hours, some mornings, you know, four hours, whatever. I really need your help. Right, Mietta, can you pick up all the washing that you see on the floor? Zali, can you please make sure you feed Nina, our little puppy? And I would actually delegate and ask them for help in order for us to run a successful home because I'll never forget someone telling me, Danny, you are building little CEOs. The way you are managing your family at home, you are gearing your kids for the future, like for the real world. Um, when they saw how I was sort of operating stuff. And it's not full on, you know, here's a meal planner and here's what time you're going to get up and this is what time I want you to brush your teeth. Not a military organisation. No. no, but it's just a common sense. I would tell my boys, and they're now 12 and going on to 14, I said, guys, you're going to move out of home soon. Can you imagine if you're renting with a friend and, you know, your jocks are over there in the corner and you've left your bowl of whatever in there and it's all gone crusty and you haven't done the shower? I said, this isn't for me. I said, this is for you so you know when you get out in the world, this is how it's going to be. You're not going to have a mum that's going to be washing for you and cleaning. I said, it's going to be you. I love that because you're investing in them. It's the whole teach a man to fish principle or teach a child to, you know, to fish instead Pick of just give, give them jocks. a fish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Otherwise, that's why mums are burnt out. They're doing everything or they feel that they have to do everything. And if you don't speak to your partner, and that's, that's why I wouldn't be as successful as I am today if... I didn't ask my husband for help. Those 4am starts, I mean, they're crazy when I talk about it out loud now because I completely forgot, you know, what I did do to make things happen for me. But he was also the one that would be looking after the boys while if one of them got up during those early hours. So I would sort of pump out the milk and, you know, make sure one was still sleeping and I'd be like, babe, I'm just doing this 15 minute workout. Would you mind if, if Oscar sort of stirs up, can you attend to him? Mm -hmm. So as women, you know, we need to be asking our men for help because they cannot read our minds. So if you girls out there ever think that your men will ever be proactive, they won't. They really won't. They look up to us to lead them and they are our missionary men. Like, you know, we are the visionaries and we go, hey, babe, do you want to do this? And then they make it happen. So without each other, you know, that, that's where I feel that that is a super duper combination of Adrian and I that we 
work together as a team and it reflects with our kids. And, you know, you're a working mum. And I remember having this conversation with you. You're like, I'm a stay-at-home mum. But I'm like, well, no, you're actually a working mum. Look at what you are putting out there. Look at the big community that you have. I'm really curious to get a little bit of insight into what it's like to run such a big, uh, active, vibrant influencer community. How do you actually fit it into your day, all the stories and all the connecting with people? Because I bet there's a lot of private messaging going on that we don't even get to see. Yeah. Look, I guess because I don't see it as a business as such, but you know, now obviously I know that I'm impacting a lot of lives and, and helping people. So I've sort of structured it in a way where I need to sort of differentiate business and lifestyle, personal, etc. Because everyone's my friend. Like I don't sort of say, oh yeah, I know you from social, you're like a customer or a client or what have you. So to me, people are people, whoever needs help, I'm there. Uh, So my day is pretty much recorded in real time. So I'll never forget, I did a Lorna Jane shoot and it was for six months in advance. And I just used to go, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I'm going to be alive in six months. (laughs) You know, so I just do it as I am living my life and it doesn't take me too long to just press record cord and put a banana in a smoothie and a protein and some milk, whiz it up and say, here you go, here's your nice little protein uh, drink for like a pre or post workout or just a meal replacement for today. Super simple, under 60 seconds, bang, and then I go off on my day. And then how do you manage screen time? How do you manage the temptation during family time to, you know, because your phone would be pinging at you left, right and centre. I know how I struggle with putting the phone away and, and being really present for my children. How do you manage that? I just have time alerts to ensure that I don't post when, you know, I typically post in real time for dinner. So last night, for an example, if you'll watch my stories, we did some veggie burgers, meatless Monday. And the guys know that I'm just taking a quick video of the food, but then bang, it's off. I sit down and we and we chat. So they've always just seen me operate like that because it was my journal. It was something that I just wanted to document to uh, make me accountable. So for me, it, 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 it's never impacted my life unless uh, the, the kids are like, mom, can you just turn that off? And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No, no worries. <laughs> like sometimes maybe I might not be so aware that I'm always documenting, but if it wasn't video, it would be a pen on paper. Yeah, right. And do they ever say, I don't want to be in this video? Uh, do they ever, you know, do you have issues with involving the kids in your stories and your life? It's only when they want to and whenever someone's not in the mood, they don't get online and then only two two of them will appear in a story if we're doing stuff. So there's no way I'd want to have any pretentious kids just going, hi, welcome, we're amazing today. And Yeah, <laughs> so oh, it's, you, it's you beautiful and authentic and, and it really shows as well like the, the joy and the love that your family have and I often think of you when I'm screaming at my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I should do a real time when I am screaming. Oh, please do. <laughs> I should, that would make I should. us all feel so much better. <laughs> um, you've really taken us behind the Instagram filters today and I just... I am so respectful of you and your journey and I think that here is a woman that is an everyday woman just like you and me. She's had four kids and she's managed to shift her life in a way that is so healthy and supportive and you can just hear 
in your voice what a, a balanced, positive woman you are. And so, you know, you're, you're what I like to call best practice when it comes <laughs> to, you know, parenting and being a healthy mum, but also just a, a normal and <laughs> balanced and yes, you're determined and you're motivated and you did some crazy things like waking up at 4.30 in the morning, but these changes you've made are now going to set your kids up for such a successful, healthy life. And by the sounds of it, future CEOs as well. (laughs) (laughs) Of themselves, of their healthy minds and bodies. That's all I want them to, to learn from me. Well, look, Danny, do you have one or two last uh, tips that might stand out for our listeners that they could maybe go and, and, and implement straight away to just take that first step to getting healthier? I would really just bring it back to just watching your thoughts and really, really being kind to yourself. Uh, choosing your thoughts throughout your day because we have over 70,000 things going through our brains that if we can just have one that's a bit of a, a positive talk uh, or a mantra, um, you know, always be grateful, always be worthy of what you are and what you do in your day and tell yourself that you were made to be awesome because you are the only person that can change that mind shift. So that's that's the one thing that everyone can change is just positive thinking about who they are and loving yourself first, which will then ricochet in your everyday lifestyle. Oh, Danny, I've loved our chat. Thank you so much for coming on today and much love to you and that beautiful family of yours. Thank you so much and likewise, Mama Four. <laughs> Healthy Her was presented by me, Amelia Phillips, and created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia. Producer Live Proud, sound production by Matt Nikolic. Theme music composed by Matthew Dwyer, executive producer Jennifer Goggin. To hear more episodes, listen for free at podcastoneaustralia.com.au. Download the free Podcast One Australia app or search Healthy Her. And for more tips and insights on this topic, visit my show notes at ameliaphillips.com.au.